This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit Tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Hey, everybody. Welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Your saltwater guide, Promar Ahi, USA Tuesday. Hope you all had a great day yesterday. It was quite spectacular down here in beautiful Cabo San Lucas. And Kelly Girl and I had a phenomenal dinner last night with the Paul family. So I want to make sure you all had a great day. So let me know. Leave a message. Text us. Let us know how it went. Let us know what kind of day you had. And anybody that missed our show yesterday, have, Merry Christmas to everybody. I hope you all had a great, great day. We got a really good show for you today. We're talking lobsters. We're talking hoop netting. We're talking Promar, Ahi. We're talking anything and everything about lobsters, gang. We're going to cover a lot of subjects really, really quick. We're going to only be on here for an hour, so we got a lot to get through. I want you all to grab that QR code right there in front of you. Those of you that are driving in your cars, make sure you go to promarahi.com and enter the code YSWG. And if you don't enter the code YSWG, you don't have a chance to win. Uh, oh, Marley. To win the uh, grab bag, we're giving away January 1st. We're giving away some product on January 1st to one lucky person. And all you got to do is put in the code YSWG or you got to grab that QR code. Either way, we'll know who you are. And then Elliot will give me a list of the names and we'll give away a grab bag package like we do every month. You don't want to miss our show on tomorrow. We're going to have the great... Bill Varney with us again, talking everything surf fishing. No, there's never a time to go hoop netting at San Clemente Island. If you're going to go, go to Catalina or stay on the coast. Why? We'll get into that in a few minutes. We got a lot to cover, but don't go to San Clemente Island unless you just want to catch a bunch of short lobsters. And I'll tell you, I'll explain it all to you as we get going here. Hey, Marley, how you doing? Marley's right here. Look at him. Look at you, little boy. Here, you want your mirror? There you go. Don't be scared. There's your mirror. So, gang, we got all kinds of stuff to talk about, but I don't want you to miss out on all the cool products. And tonight, Justin's going live. He's going to do a live on the water uh, hoop net trip. He's going to be live. This will be like, our, I think, our 10th one. And we're getting... A lot of views and a lot of minutes viewed, and we're averaging about ten to 15,000 viewed minutes a night out there hoop netting. It's absolutely spectacular, and do not forget, 
We are giving away 1,000 US dollars. Yes, Kelly Girl and I are giving away 1,000 US dollars to the person that catches the largest lobster hoop netting with either Justin or Pablo. It can be a guide trip or it can be on their charter boat. But you have to be out there with them. Whoever catches the largest lobster for the year is going to win 1000 US dollars. And we're going to give that away on March 20th, the last day of hoop netting. When that trip ends and Justin or Pablo, one of the two will be doing it live from the water on the 20th of March will give away that 1000 US dollars right now just so you that you all know we started it on that trip on Saturday night with Justin and uh the biggest lobster right now is a 5 pounder that'll be easily beaten that'll be easily beaten so make sure you pay attention get out there with Justin or Pablo if you want to win $1000 I mean how spectacular would that be to catch the biggest lobster of your life and then win, win a thousand US dollars from Captain Dave and Kelly Girl. That's a pretty good deal if you ask me. So, gang, today we're talking everything to do with lobsters. And you can send in questions. I'll do my best to answer your questions. I'll do everything I can to make sure that you have as much knowledge as you can get for when you go hooping. And just to give those new people that are watching, there's a couple of things I would love for everybody to do. And I beg and I beg and I beg. And then when we get down to show, I see no one does it. In the bottom left-hand corner of your screen, if you're watching on Facebook, there's a share button. It looks like a, a the Nike uh, arrow. Go ahead and click on that right now and share this with all your friends and family because I need everybody to see our show. I need everybody to know what's going on. We go live Monday through Friday at 12 o'clock Pacific Standard Time. And uh, I don't want any of you to miss out. And I don't want you trying to explain to your friends, oh, you should see this crazy guy. He's got a live podcast. He goes live every day and you get and tell them about the humor and everything. If they don't watch it, they won't know. So do me a favor, everybody, and share it, please. Please, please, please share this. And if you enjoy my content and if you have a good time on any of our videos, gang, any of our videos, you can leave stars. Stars are a great, great way to let me know that you're enjoying the content that I create on a daily basis. I put out three brand new videos every single day. I put out a brand new picture every day. And then I do this podcast Monday through Friday. There's a lot of stuff involved to get all this rolling along. I want to thank you all for watching the podcast with Anthony Shea, owner of Bad Company World Tours. That was a phenomenal podcast we did with him on Friday. We had a lot, a lot of people watch, a lot of views. A lot of people learned a lot about Anthony Shea. So thank you all for watching that. I don't want you to miss out on what's going on on Friday either. We got Dave Marciano from Wicked Tuna is going to be joining us as our special guest on Friday. So make sure you mark that down on your calendar to make sure you don't miss that because that's going to be awesome. And he's got a phenomenal fish market besides the TV show, besides his commercial fishing trips, besides his his uh, charter boat business. He owns uh, Angelica Seafoods also. So he's going to have a lot to talk about. We're going to get into it like we got into it with Luke McFadden and also with Tommy Gomes talking about know what kind of fish you're eating, know where it comes from, know the origin of your fish, and hope to God your fish doesn't have more frequent flyer miles than you. 
That's a super important thing to always remember. So, gang, we are talking hoop netting. Why am I talking hoop netting? I've been talking about it for a long time because we got another giant weather system coming into Southern California starting tomorrow. There's a huge swell coming. It may be a little bit of it tonight. We're hoping because Justin's going to be live tonight in Long Beach Harbor. Justin's going live tonight. He's doing a special trip with Amanda and the boys, just the family out hoop netting on Justin's boat. But he'll be live and you'll be able to watch it because he's been getting limits or close to limits the last few trips and his family wants to eat lobsters. So they got to go and catch their own, but they're going to let us all in on watching the family catch lobsters tonight. If you haven't watched this, you're missing out. It is way better than watching kneel down sports. It is way more fun, very interactive. Justin answers everybody's questions. Plus I'm on there because Kelly girl and I watch every part of it. The whole four hours We're we're involved totally. I'm answering your questions. Justin's answering your questions. Justin's very busy this week. He's got trips Every day. He's out every day. So he's taking the family tonight to get the family some lobsters so they can eat lobsters. So I don't want you to miss that tonight. He's going to go live. He said somewhere between five and six. He's going to try to catch a thresher like he's been doing on the last few trips. And he caught a nice thresher the other night. So he's going to start out doing that. Hopefully, Rylan, his little boy, will catch a nice thresher. And Madden said he's going to help him gaff it if they do get one. So That'll all be fun to watch. All this is just stuff that none of you have ever got to see before. We all have the story to tell when we get back in from fishing, what it was like. But how spectacular is what we're doing now, doing these live fishing shows from out on the water? You're getting to see the the agony of defeat and the, the good parts of the victory of success. You're getting to see it all because we're going live with this every night. Full on, no editing. Nobody's like, oh my gosh, all they do is catch big lobsters. You'll see the nets come up with nothing in them. You'll see them come up with lobsters, crabs, eels, stingrays, sculpin, all kinds of stuff. And Justin's totally explaining to you everything they catch. I think it's spectacular. I think we're on to something really cool. And I know that everybody's enjoying it because man, oh man, there are a lot of people watching it. Another big announcement I have to make before we get going on this hoop net extravaganza today is the 20, I think it's the 28th and 29th. Let me look. I had it right there and then I screwed it up. The 27th and 28th, I will be at the Long Beach Convention Center doing two seminars on Saturday and two seminars on Sunday live at the Long Beach Convention Center for the Bart Hall Fishing Tackle and Boat Show at the Long Beach Convention Center. And the big news is that Saturday night, the 27th, what is it? That Saturday night, the, uh, or no, Sunday night, the 28th. We'll be hoop netting with Justin live out on the water on the 28th. He's got a tournament on the 27th. So on the 28th, we'll be live out on the water with Justin. If you want to join us, I will be being the deckhand. Justin will be the captain. We will be out on the deck. I'll be giving Justin crap the whole time. You know how I talk. If you want to be a part of that trip, 
I'm telling you, it's going to sell out fast. There's a lot of people. I already sold two tickets. So I have two spots open to go hooping with me and Justin on Justin's boat in Long Beach Harbor. We're going to do the seminar right after the seminar. I'm going to walk off the stage, walk across the bridge, jump on Justin's boat, and we're going hoop netting on the uh, 28th of January in Long Beach Harbor. If you want to join me on that trip, you got to call me. 949-374-0786. I have two spots available. As soon as I told my friends I was going, we sold two spots immediately. So I'm sure the other two spots will sell out today real quick. Just make sure you get in on it. 949-374-0786. And, uh, oh, we have Finbane and we'll be open till 3 p.m. Okay. All right. Let me let me let Justin know why you guys are waiting right here because Justin's wanting to know what's going on up there. So while you guys are sitting here listening to me, I'm calling my buddy Justin because he needs bait. And Paul, the owner of the bait barge, just called me. Justin. Yeah. I'm live right now on the show, but I'm calling you because Paul Strausser just told me they have fin bait at the barge and they'll be open till three. Okay, he's got fin bait. Is this, uh, is this nachos? No, San Pedro. San Pedro? Yep. Okay. But he's only going to be awesome. open till 3 o'clock, and that's coming from the owner of the barge. I'm just on live show right now. I just wanted to let you know because he just texted me. Oh, from Paul? Yep, Paul just texted me. Sweet. Awesome. All right, my friend. All right, everybody. So Justin will have fresh bait tonight. It should be awesome. Woo! All right, I got to go. Yes, we'll see you all tonight. Don't miss out. Okay, gang, I'm sorry we're doing a live show, but we got real stuff going on. Okay. Okay, so the tournament is uh, in the harbor, Long Beach Harbor. You got to call Ryan at Slay Day to find out about the tournament. That tournament, I believe, is the 27th. In Long Beach Harbor, it should be fun. And then I'm going to be fishing with Justin on the 28th. But let's go, gang. Let's get into this lobster thing because I have so much information I want to feed you that you're going to love. And if you're not a member of my website, it's going to be brand new for you. And if you are a member of my website, Your Saltwater Guide is the name of the website. We have 4,200 members that are just absolutely annihilating the fish, the lobsters, whatever they decide to go for. If they follow our simple game plan, they get out there and they have a great time. So I'm going to talk. We're going to start at the very basics and we're going to work our way through it and try to get you all dialed in on the very, very best way to hoop net in Southern California. And why do you want to listen to me about it? Well, because I had to make a living doing it. I had to had to do it to make a living back in 2005, 2006, 2007. I invented taking people out hoop netting. No, And if you did it for a living, you forgot to tell anybody. No one was doing it. I did it on sheer need to make money to eat. So we started hoop netting in Long Beach Harbor the first year. We didn't know anything about it. We tried to figure it out and we slowly but surely learned how to do it. Me and my partner and uh, 
Those of you that know Jeff at the bait barge in Dana Point, he was a part of every trip. He went out with me on every trip. And the first year we ran 48 trips. No one had ever even heard of taking people hoop netting for a living in 2005, 2006. We were the very first ones to do it. Now every boat that runs in the wintertime hoop nets. My buddy Ryan up there with Gale Force, Triton, and Sport King, he is absolutely crushing it, taking people hoop netting for a living. But we started that whole thing, and we started to slowly figure out how to do it, where to do it, and when to do it. And what we learned was the lobsters hate rain, and they hate big swells. That makes them, or they don't hate the big swell. They hate the rain. They love the big swell because it moves all that bottom, turns it all up, makes it easier for them to find food, makes that bottom dirty, gives them that that uh, confidence to go walk around that they're not going to get eaten. Because I want you to understand, people ask me all the time, why do you only hoop net at night? Well, lobsters are nocturnal. You know why? Because everything wants to eat a lobster. Everything wants to eat a lobster. Darren wants to eat a lobster. Kim wants to eat a lobster. Dan wants to eat a lobster. Captain Dave wants to eat a lobster. Sea lions want to eat them. More eels want to eat them. Octopus, black sea bass, white sea bass, calico bass, sheep's head. Everything wants to eat them. So they don't feel very confident walking around in the, in the daytime when everybody can see them. So when it gets dark... They have a tendency to want to come out and start to move around. And then when the water gets dirty, that has more of a tendency. And then when that rain comes down, it washes them out of all the cracks and crevices of their rocks. And it makes them move even more. That's why the last week and a half has been so good because of all that rain we had in Southern California right before Christmas. So that's why it's been really good. And then why am I so excited about tomorrow? Because we have this big swell hitting Southern California to either tonight or tomorrow morning. And it's a big swell. Eight to 12 foot is what they're calling for on south facing beaches. And, and it could get bigger later in the day. But it's going to be spectacular for the crawling of the lobsters because the bottom's going to get churned up big time. And it's going to make them want, it's going to make them feel confident, make them want to crawl. And the really best part about it is. You get to usually do it in a very calm area inside of Long Beach or L.A. Harbor or over on the front side of Catalina or up or down the coast along the jetty rocks. Why do we always fish these places? And this is going to go back to what you were talking about in the very beginning of the show, Native. We don't want to do it at San Clemente Island. We don't want to do it on the backside of Catalina. We don't want to do it along the coast, anywhere where there's commercial lobster traps. Why? Well, not because I want you to not fish where my buddies are all fishing commercially. No, it's because the commercial fishermen would do anything for an opportunity to drop their commercial lobster traps where we get to fish. The sport industries areas, Ventura break wall, Santa Barbara break wall, Oxnard break wall, L.A. Long Beach break wall, Redondo, Marina del Rey inside Long Beach, LA Harbor, inside of San Diego Harbor, Oceanside Harbor, Dana Point Breakwall. None of those places are allowed to be commercially fished. And then the big one, Santa Monica Bay and Catalina. No commercial fishing, Santa Monica Bay or Catalina on the front side of the island. What's the front side? From the Rock Quarry up to the West End, the Isthmus, Avalon, all that stuff's the front side of Catalina. 
they are not allowed to commercial fish there. When the commercial fishermen see you guys dropping your hoop nets where they can commercially fish, first of all, they lose their mind. They're laughing so hard. Most of them have to go pee because they're laughing so hard because they cannot believe that you're actually fishing where they get to fish because they would give one of their children away or probably their boat or their motor or something to get to go put one of their commercial traps where we get to fish. So it's not that I don't want you fishing where they're fishing. I want you fishing where you got a chance to catch lobsters, gang, lots of lobsters and big giant lobsters. If you're going out there fishing day in and day out where the commercial guys are, we know why. Because you don't have a plan. You don't have any spots. You don't know where to go. It's very simple. It's very easy to find spots. It's very easy to know exactly how to do it. It's very, very simple. All you got to do is join my website, yoursaltwaterguide.com. Right, Marley? If they join the website, it makes it super easy. Most people are on the website. So, oh my gosh, one more thing. I'm sorry. I totally forgot. Gang. We got what? Six days left of the... Lifetime special, your saltwater guide offering you a lifetime special. And it's crazy that I even offer this to you because I'm losing, I'm losing money if you live longer than three years, but you get lifetime membership, all the spots, all the game plans, all the personal forums. You get everything that I have to offer you for one time fee of $350. That's an incredible thing. Just the bundles alone is worth 400 bucks. But if that doesn't tempt you to jump in here and be a part of this, understand this. January 1st, 2024, your saltwater guide's going to $29.99 a month. The bundles are going to $200 each a month. We have proven concept. If you go in and you look at the community, it you'll see all the people that are catching all the lobsters and fish and everything. We have proof of concept, gang. I've been running this website for five years. And then what did I do this year at the Pacific Coast Sport Fishing Festival? I launched my app. The only app ever made by a fisherman for fishermen. Can you imagine being involved in something like that? Yeah, pretty cool. So let me know if you want to get in on that lifetime membership thing or if you just want a deal. You can't afford the lifetime membership. You want a deal. You want to check my website out. You want to be a part of this phenomenal community and see what everyone's talking about. Give me a call at 949-374-0786. I'm the most fairest human being on the planet. I will work out some type of a deal if you can't afford the lifetime. You want to get in on this, though, before January 1st, because I promise you on January 1st, we're going to have a rough time giving any deals because the price of tea is going up in China. Big time. And what's China? Your saltwater guide. All right. I'm sorry. I almost forgot to mention that. But back to what we were talking about. So you don't want to put your commercial or you don't want to put your hoop nets where the commercial guys get to fish, period. End of story. San Clemente Island, commercially fished forever. All the way around the island. There's no closed areas just for us. That's why you don't want to drive 60 miles out in the ocean and go by the very best hoop netting island in the world, which is Catalina. There's nothing like it. The front side of the island's insane. The last time Justin was there, he had 227 lobsters. Yeah, 
and probably 150 of them were legal. But he called them. They were throwing back the two, the two and a half to four pounders, and they were only taking the five pound and above. And they were constantly changing them out all through the night. That's totally legal as long as you don't have more than seven in possession at any one time. So you bring it up. You go, okay, we're going to keep this four, five pounder. And we throw back that two pounder. Now you're still in compliant with the law. We'll talk about the law in a few minutes. We got a lot of things to talk about here. But the number one thing is stop fishing where the commercial guys fish. You're not going to catch any. They've got it wrapped up. They've already figured it out. And if you did catch one, that's great. You caught one. Congratulations. We don't go out there for one. We all want our limit every time we go. $38 a pound is what Tommy Gomes is telling us. Those lobsters are selling for at Tunaville Market and Grocery. Shayla's telling them for the same price at John's Fish Market. So you want to get yourself some lobsters, gang. And I make it super easy. I wish there was a website like mine back when I first started doing it in 2005, 2006, because we didn't know nothing. We didn't know our butt from a hole in the ground and we couldn't find lobsters and we didn't know when they crawled, how they crawled, when what, what we needed to do to make them crawl. But now we have a pretty good idea. We got a pretty good clue when desperation caused me to learn how to fish for these things. So don't fish where the commercial guys fish. That's number one rule. Next, the and you heard me calling San Pedro bait barge, you know that I it matters. Fresh bait is the key to success. Once we started using fresh bait, the whole thing changed. How did I figure out that? Well, I was talking to the biologist because I was working at the aquarium in Long Beach for Danny Salas running the research boat right in front of the aquarium in Long Beach. Kelly girl caught that giant lobster. So it kind of opened the door to know about what's going on. We were talking to the biologist there at uh, the Long Beach Aquarium. And he was telling us that those big giant antennas on these lobsters, there's the big lobster, by the way, if you want to know that 18 and three quarter pounds, Kelly girl caught that. That was before me. That was with another gentleman on his Parker. But uh, she gave that to the aquarium in Long Beach. It was on TV, all the news channels, bloody decks. Everybody was talking about it. And that just started the whole thing. And then I had many nights where we had 15, 10 pounders. My biggest one was 17.9 pounds. And then we had a Thanksgiving lobster that was 15 and a half pounds. All those pictures are all over my social media. But there's Kelly Girl's big giant lobster. The thing didn't even fit in the net. It was so big. But those big antennas on the, on the lobsters... Those are there to pick up the electrical field coming off the bait as it starts to decompose. That's why fresher is better. Always the freshest bait you can get is the best. Gang, I'm going to throw up a gauntlet right here. I'm going to throw up something that you're going to go, oh, I'll always catch them with the spray. Gang, if you're so proud of your spray that you like to spray on your bait before you throw your bait in the water... Just spray it on a sponge and quit using bait and show us how many you catch. The spray's got nothing to do with it. It's the bait. Always has been, always will be. The spray is a great gimmick. It's kind of like the $9 cup of brown water at Starbucks. I wish I would have come up with that spray. That would have been a great thing, but no. 
fresh bait to always the best. We've done experiments a hundred times. Fresh is the best. If you can't have fresh, then everything else falls behind. But man, you got to have bait. You got to have bait. Fresher the better. Justin's going to drive from uh, Long Beach Harbor all the way to San Pedro in his boat to go get bait from Mike at the San Pedro Bait Barge because of the fact that he has fresh sardines and that's the very best bait. I don't care what, gang, I did it for a living where I had to buy my cars and feed my family and pay my bills catching lobsters. I'm telling you, I wouldn't lie to you. I got We're not married. I have no reason to lie to you, right, Kelly? Right, Kelly girl. But um, gang, fresh bait's the best. You can argue with me. If you if you believe that your spray is the best, put it on a sponge, no bait. Throw it in the water and show us. Show me. I I was wrong once before. One time I thought I was wrong and I was right. That was the only time I ever remember being wrong. But no, if you guys are fishing with that spray and you're spraying it on bait. That's comical. Makes me laugh every time I read one of those posts on social media. Oh, we put the, the gooch juice on my salmon heads. Gang, the minute you throw it in the water, all the goose juice washes off. Oh, I never thought of that. Then when you pull it back up, you throw it in the water, it washes it off. Then you pull it back up and it washes it off the rest of the way. Yeah, salmon heads are good. Zach. You got a good chance. Salmon heads are wonderful if you have a whole bunch of extra time and you want to deal with it. But you know what really likes salmon heads, Zach? You know what really likes salmon heads? California sea lions. They love them. They love salmon heads. Really cool thing about salmon heads, you can go to the fish market and buy them. They have no nothing else to do with them. So they think those of you that are buying them, you're saving them a phenomenal amount because you're throwing them in the trash. But then you got this salmon head, Zach. And now you got to cut it up because you got to put it in the bait tube. Because if you're putting it in the cage, sea lions are on you all night. But if you have just an epic amount of free time, you can go out there and you can get those salmon heads, Zach. And you can do all that and you can eat your boogers the whole time and do whatever you want. But I'm telling you what works the very, very best. All right. And it's fresh bait. It's the easiest thing to deal with. It fits right in your seal-proof bait tubes better than anything. Salmon heads are like trying to cut through a piece of granite. They're rock hard. They're full of bones. To try to get them small enough to put them in your bait tubes, that's gnarly. But I know that your sister's brother's aunt's cousin caught some with salmon heads once. So that's awesome, Zach. That is great. You need to have your own podcast. You need to start your own company and you need to take people out and fish with salmon heads. That sounds awesome. We're going to tell you what works every single day for years and years and years. And it's the easiest bait to come by and it's the best bait to come by. And it's fresh bait from your bait barge, San Diego, San Pedro, Long Beach, LA, Dana Point, wherever you get your bait, that's the best bait. All right. So... You want to make sure you have fresh bait, all right? Enough of that. Then what I like to do, what I do is I have two bait tubes per hoop net. I have 10 of them baited, setting in the bucket, waiting. And then I have 10 of them that we're using, one in each hoop net, okay? 
Well, Randy, it's my show. So yeah, it's my show. So good, good idea. Listen, if you don't agree with my show, then don't watch. It's real simple. I've been doing this for a very, very long time at a very, very high level. I really don't want to know what other people know. I'm sorry. I have some very, very high up IGFA Hall of Fame captains that if I needed some information, I would call them. But when I'm doing my podcast and I'm telling you what I do, I don't really want to know what you do. I'm sorry. That's just the way it is here. Don't watch me if you don't agree. It's real simple. That's what I used to do. One thing that blows my mind, when I was a young man, and I used to watch cartoons in the morning on Sunday or Saturday mornings. If there was a cartoon on that I didn't like, I changed the flipping channel. Kids today or whatever you want to call yourselves, millennial, you think that you want to tell people that you don't like what you're watching? Don't watch. Come on. It's not that hard. It's not that hard. Don't watch. It's real simple. Don't watch me. Don't watch me. But you're not going to change my mind for God's sakes. But you can try. Good luck with that. So back to what we were talking about. You want to make sure you got the freshest bait possible and you want to have those seal-proof bait tubes. I made my own for years. Promar makes special seal-proof bait tubes. Most people don't have the time or the wherewithal to make their own. And nowadays, parts are really expensive. Pizza and pieces are very expensive to put your bait tubes together. I think you're going to have 25, 30 bucks in each tube if you went and bought them yourself. Or you, or you can just go and get the seal-proof bait tubes from uh, Promar. Make it real simple on yourself. But I like to have two sets. That way, second or third set, I pull out one of the tubes. I clip in the new tube and back to work. Or what Justin does, well, he has a lot more... He has a lot more time and a lot more people helping him. They just have a bucket full of chopped bait and they're just shoving fresh bait in those tubes all the time because the sand fleas in Long Beach, LA Harbor get really brutal, as you can see. So they're eating the bait. So it's crucial to have fresh bait and it's crucial to have seal-proof bait tubes. The next thing, gang, is to get out there early. Get your spot. Get your spot figured out. Get your stuff in the water. An hour before it gets dark. But you want to make sure that you have your little area. Get your hoop nets in the water. Stake out your little area. I like to move mine around. I'll have three in one spot, four in one spot, two in another spot. That way I can see which area the lobsters are crawling in. Then I'll move all my stuff over there. I never like to put all 10 of them in one spot to start off with. I like to spread them out a little bit so I can see where they're crawling. Just like when you're watching Deadliest Catch and you see them putting their uh, prospecting strings out. Same thing when you're hoop netting. Pick three or four little, er two or three little areas and get your stuff in there and see where they're crawling at. Because they move all the time. They're constantly moving around. So get out there early. An hour before it gets dark is crucial. Because remember what we talked about a little while ago. These lobsters are nocturnal. So they've been sitting in their holes all day long, just waiting and waiting. You get your hoop net in the water an hour before it gets dark. That scent, the electrical field is starting to come off of your bait as it starts to break down in the electrical field. And then all of a sudden, their the antennas are, and they're picking it off and they know exactly where to go. And when they turn off the lights, they're crawling right over to your hoop net. Then the next thing is, once they start crawling, 
and you watch Justin do this every night. Once he starts catching, he never stops pulling. He goes through his set, and then by the time he gets to number 10, it's time to go get number one. You don't want to leave him down there for more than a half an hour in an area, unless it's a brand new, let's just say I put all 10 of my hoops out and we caught nothing in any of them. Now I'm going to move them to a different area and try to figure out if that's the best area. And I might leave them in the water for 45 minutes to an hour. But when I get established on a spot and I start catching and we're pulling and we're catching and we're pulling and we're catching, we're rotating through the stuff. And if you think about it, to go from number one to 10, if you're doing it proper and you're catching lobsters and you're doing it, you're probably... Number one's already been in the water for 45 minutes by the time you get back to it. So that's plenty of time right there. So I'm going to hold that thought for a minute. Randy's asking a question, and then we'll get back to what we were talking about. Remember, we're talking about getting our stuff on the spots. Dave, any thoughts on the change to the deep water rock rule? Ali on Local Knowledge did a video last month showing great numbers of quality rock caught in 300 foot or less. Randy. I talk about it. Frank Lopresti talks about it. Bill Barney talks about it. Wayne Kodav talks about it. It has nothing to do with fish. It has nothing to do with fish. It has to do with control. They don't want us fishing. The United States of America is on a mission to stop recreational fishing and commercial fishing in the United States of America. That's what it's all about, Randy. And the way they've conducted themselves here in California is they've taken little pieces at a time, a little bit of, they did started with the MLPs. They started with the MLPs where they closed down a third of the California coast to fishing. Then an hour after they got that pass, they went right after our calico bass, sand bass, spotted bay bass. And they took that away from us. And everybody's like, oh, it's about time. I don't know anybody that needs 10 calico bass. And why would you kill a 12-incher when you can kill a 14-incher? And people didn't understand. And they were sucking their thumbs going, it's about, no, 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 no. You guys got it wrong. It had nothing to do with the population of bass. had nothing to do with the population of fish it had nothing to do with it. It had to do with control and stopping us from fishing. If you've ever stuck your head over the side at any spot, calico bass are prolific. They're everywhere. There's zillions and zillions and zillions of them. But there were people that don't know how to fish. that go out on their boat day in and day out and catch nothing because they can't take a tiny, tiny bit of uh, guidance. So they went out there time in and time out and said, oh, the calico bass, there's none. <sighs> Kelly girl and I can drive up from here. We'll be in Dana Point in two days. We can jump on our skiff and we can go catch a limited calico bass in an hour. It's not that hard, but you know what? It's got nothing to do with that. Just like the rockfish thing has nothing to do with rockfish, Randy. It has to do with control and stopping us from fishing. They're going to open up the cow cod conservation zones, the 43 fathom spot, the cherry bank, the Osborne bank, the, uh, what, oh, they already opened the 14, but they're going to open up all these banks next year. It's going to be like a, a little piece of candy they're going to throw at us, but then they're taking the reds down to two. 
they're doing stuff out in front and it's called wag the dog. So you don't really know what's going on. So you're like, oh, they're going to give us the depth. They're going to give us the depth. Yeah, but they're going to take away your reds. They're going to bring it down to two. <laughs> That's ridiculous. They're making it. Randy, they're making it so you won't go. And then they, they just take a little bit, a little bit, a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. Pretty soon, it's not even worth going out there for. When they bring that red thing down to two, which it'll be on April 1st, 2024, you'll be able to have two vermilion rockfish. <laughs> really? I'm not going. I'm not going out there and dropping my bait down 350 feet to catch two fish. And then what do I do the rest of the day? I got my two. Now I can't, I'm done? Are you? Sh- no, it's all about control. We know. My father, if you were to Google Donald K. Hansen, you will see that my father sat on the National Pacific Marine Fisheries Advisory Committee. He sat all over the place. And uh, they came up with a stock, a stock, a or a, they figured out, I'm sorry, I lost my train of words here, but they figured out that the stock was better than it ever had been when, right before my dad died. And they were like, okay, so the stocks are better than they've ever been. We're like, all right, yay, they're going to. And you know what they did? They closed it. They closed more of it. They closed more of it. And then the way they did it, they closed more of it. But then they said, oh, but Randy, you can now fish in 600 feet of water. And everyone was like, yeah, 600 feet of water. Yeah. Woohoo. But they didn't understand what had just happened. They took more of it away and they said, okay, you can fish in 600 feet of water, but you have to do it. And then you can't go fish in shallow water in the afternoon and go catch sea bass and yellowtail and stuff like that, which we all did forever. As we did the rockfish thing in the morning when the ocean was flat, calm, and we could get you all down there. And I used to run the boat with 60 or 80 people every day, and we'd go out and fish rockfish in the morning to get fish on the boat so everybody had fish to take home. Then we'd go into the beach and fish calico bass and yellowtail and sea bass and halibut and stuff like that. Well, now they're so excited they're going to give you 600 feet of water. But now if you go catch your redfish, you can't fish for anything else. You can't go in and catch a sea bass or a halibut if you have redfish on the boat. Okay? It's absolutely ludicrous. That's for a whole nother show, though. But I saw that, and I was like, oh, let me have some of that. Because you know me. I don't have a filter. I'm only going to tell you the truth, just like just like salmon head guy. I'm only going to tell you the truth. I don't have any sugar coating. I don't. I don't have a filter. I think that's why everyone loves to watch me. I think that's why we get three, 30 million views a month. It's because I don't have a filter and I'm not cherry, I'm not sugarcoating nothing. And I fished my whole life for a living. And so is my father since 1947. We only tell truth. Might not be the truth you want to hear. Might not be the bullshit you read on a magazine or something, but it is the absolute truth. All right. So back to what we were talking about. So you want to get to your spot and you want to get two or three spots so that you can prospect and see if the lobsters are crawling there, right? Once you figure out, you pull your first two nets and there's nothing in them, throw those on the deck. Okay, that spot's not working. Throw those two on the deck. Take them over to the other three. 
pull those three. Now, if they got lobsters in it, throw the other two. Now you got five there fishing where the lobsters were. Go over to your other five or four or whatever you got left. I'm not a math major. I can't even remember. Pull those. If they got lobsters in, now you got two areas that are working and you're having fun and you're doing it. But the number one thing, we got to learn etiquette, gang. If you're part of my website, if you're part of my group, if you're a part of this, you got to learn etiquette. Do not drop your stuff on a spot if someone else is already there. No, I know no one owns spots. I know that. So relax. That's not what I'm saying. It's called etiquette. If you wanted to be at that spot and you got there and someone else was there, you better know another spot. But the next time you go, you will go early like I told you to. You'll get there an hour early. If you get there an hour early, the chances of someone else being on that the spot you want to fish are not very good. But if you get there right at dark, someone's probably already got that spot. So you got to have more than one spot, but don't drop on each other. That is ridiculous. And I'm sorry, I'm going to one more time. I don't sugarcoat nothing. If you drop your stuff on my stuff, I pull your stuff. I got no problem with that. I pull it. I stack your rope up nice and neat inside your hoop net. And then when you come back to get your stuff that you put on top of mine, I simply hand it to you. I say, here you go. Here's your stuff. What happened? I'm trying to work here. Remember, I was driving a 65-foot Hatteras or a 68-foot Viking when I was doing it. I can't go weaving in and out of your gear to get to my gear. It's impossible. I'm going to get your stuff stuck in my propeller or heaven forbid, I might get one of mine while I'm trying to maneuver around yours. So I just take the middleman out. I taught Justin the same thing. If you go drop your stuff on Justin, he's pulling your stuff, especially on a live show. We're going to pull your stuff, stack it up nice and neat, and we're going to hand it back to you. I want to see that live on my show. I want to see it. I want to watch the reaction. I want to be there. Because if you're dropping your stuff on our stuff, you're a booger eater. And we're going to make sure that we don't get your stuff stuck in our stuff. So etiquette is crucial. And that's part of getting out there an hour early, an hour before it gets dark. All right. The next thing is your buoy. The buoy that you're using, remember, it has to have a go ID number on it. Only five of them can have your go ID the other five have to have somebody else's go ID, whoever's on your boat. What do you mean, Dave? 10? Yep. Never, ever go hooping without 10. Unless you're all by yourself. But if you're on a boat, I guarantee you didn't go by yourself. You've taken a friend. So you want 10 nets. And if you can't get 10 of the ambush style, the rigid Ambush style from Promar, get some of the flats until you can afford to get the other ones. The flat ones work just fine. They don't work as good as the uh, ambush, but they work fine. If you know how to pull, you'll catch plenty of lobsters with the flats. They're not as expensive as the ambush. But don't go out there with five or six or seven nets. Why? It's the same thing as when you go to Vegas and they have that slot machine and it says put five quarters in and win a million dollars. And you only put three quarters in and you pull the handle and you hit the jackpot. And you got $75. If you would have put those other two quarters in, you would have won a million dollars. Same thing, lobster fishing gang. If you get out there and you have five nets or six nets and they're all in the, and there's two or you or three on the boat and they're crawling. We've all seen this. Those of you that have hoop netted, 
You've seen this a million times. All of a sudden, they just stop crawling. No rhyme or reason. They just stop crawling. The reason they stop crawling is because, I don't know. But you know what? If you would have had your 10 nets and they were crawling, you probably would have got your limit. But you only had five or six or seven, and then you cost yourself your limits when they decided to stop crawling. So that's why it's crucial to make sure you have the 10. The other problem I see, and watch tonight. Watch tonight with Justin and his family. His wife and children are going to be pulling tonight. When that net comes up, there's never, you don't stand at the rail and look at your net and see what's in it. Put it on the boat, then figure out what's in it. Don't leave it hanging out over the side because I've seen so many times where the lobster falls out. He could be hanging on the outside, could be just crawling out of the net. And then you're standing there looking at, oh, there's lobsters in it. Your net's in the water. They fall out. They're gone. Bring it on the boat immediately. Then if they fall out, they fall in the boat. What we do is we dump them out on the deck. Throw the, if, they're, if it's full of lobsters, we'll dump that net on the deck as fast as we can. Throw it over the side while the other guys are grabbing the lobsters, measuring them and throwing the shorts over as fast as they can. But if you bring the net on the boat and then grab each individual lobster, a lot of times the lobsters are hanging on. Now you've drifted off of the spot where they're crawling. Think about this. If your net has five or six lobsters in it when you pulled it up, there was probably a lot more around it that wanted to get in it, but they didn't have a chance to. And now you're going to throw your, there Marley was just ran up my shoulder. You're going to not have your net where they just were. That's why it's so crucial when I'm watching Kelly girl and I are watching and I'm all, they got to throw that net over right now. They got to throw it over right now. You got to, th- when you pull it up and it's got lobsters in it, get that thing back down there as fast as you can because there's more lobsters that want to get in it. But don't hang over the side looking at your lobsters, gang. It's ludicrous. It's crazy. And then another big problem, and Justin's so good about this. If it's even close, it's going back. There's no thought process of, hey, do you think it's legal? If you got to think about it, it's not legal. And listen, the, we, I told you we were going to talk about this. The fish and wildlife are very, very proud of lobsters. It's like lobsters are like the biggest thing they got going on. There is a phenomenal amount of wardens checking lobsters right now like you can't believe. You're not going to get away. You're not going to sneak a short one in there. You're not going to get away with it. It is absolutely not worth it. The ticket for a sh- one short lobster is $850 to start with. That's the ticket. If you go to court with the assessment fees, the time off from work, and all the other garbage involved in this stupid short lobster, it's going to cost you two grand at least. And if this is your second offense, you're going to lose your fishing privileges for a year because you wanted one short flipping lobster. It's not worth it, gang, in any way, shape, or form. That lobster gauge, you'll see it on Justin's live show tonight. That lobster gauge is so important. Everybody on the boat, by law, I didn't make the law. I'm just telling you. Everybody, Let's say there's six of you on the boat. Everybody has to have a lobster gauge. They all don't have to be holding it. They all don't have to be holding it, but they all have to have it. They all have to have a lobster gauge. They all have to have a lobster gauge. 
Well, Ollie, write me that ticket, buddy. That's all I can say is write me that ticket. I, I'll let you know the days I'm going to be out there. Write that ticket, Ollie. Write it. Write me that ticket, my friend. <laughs> I'm just telling you how to do it. You can argue with me all day long, Ollie. I don't care. But that's how we do it. That's how we've done it for a living for a very, very long time. It's just the way that we do it, Ollie. Don't do it. Do whatever you want. I don't care. I'm just trying to help you. Do whatever you want. If they're going to write that ticky-tack ticket, <laughs> how stupid would you be to dump lobsters out on your deck with the fish and wildlife standing on your boat? That'd be pretty stupid, Ollie. I bet you you don't ever speed on the freeway either, do you, Ollie? I bet you you're just totally 55 miles an hour no matter what, late, indifferent. I bet you never double parked. I bet you never parked in a red area. I bet you just never done any of that stuff. But gang, follow my lead. I promise you, I'm not going to get you in jail. I've been doing this for a very long time. You're not going to get a ticket doing what I tell you. You're not. Sorry. So that lobster gauge, though, super important to know how to use it and know the right way to measure that carabas. It's crucial because the fish and wildlife, when they climb on the boat, they're not going to take any, oh, well, I didn't know that was the right way to measure it. Once you sign your fishing license, you told them that you know how to follow along with everything that's legal. So you measure it the proper way that if that lobster gauge fits over the carabas, it's not legal. I don't care if you go, well, it's just, it's, it's holding it. Now nah, throw it over, get another one, get one that's legal size. You want to make sure that you don't let any slip through the cracks. Don't let your friends measure them if they've never measured them anymore. Justin, if you watch, he comes up and down that ladder a hundred times a night, measuring every single one of them. Ollie, watch our show tonight. We go live and watch. And we're doing it as illegally as you possibly can, but we're still doing it. So whatever. We dump them out on the deck, throw it over, measure them all. Sometimes we throw them in a bucket and then measure them. Whatever. We're measuring them. We're, not, we're never in keeping any short lobsters. That just never happened. Just doesn't happen. Sorry. But everybody's got to throw in some negative, something negative. I understand. I've been doing this so flipping long. I love it when you come on my boat to tell me how to do it too. That's one of my very most favorite things is when you want to come on my boat and tell me how to do something. That is, especially when you just bought a ticket and then you're going to tell me, well, I've been doing this for 45 years. Why are you with me? Why did you come on my boat? I don't want you to come on my boat. I don't need you to come on my boat. My goodness, folks. Crazy, crazy, crazy. We're going to go live tonight at about 545. Unless, Bob, unless he catches a thresher shark, he's going to be fishing threshers with his family. If he gets a thresher shark, he'll go live earlier. But we're thinking 545, 6 o'clock tonight. And watch. Gang, watch and share with your friends. Share, share, share. If you guys enjoy this show and if you like what I have to say and if you're enjoying what we're doing, check out my website, gang. It's free. If you give me a call, I'll let you take a free look at 949-374-0786. Ali, you can call me anytime and tell me all the things you know about what I do. Give me a call anytime, gang. Anytime. And then don't forget, I'll be at the Bard Hall Show. Long Beach Convention Center. I'll be doing two seminars on Saturday and two seminars on Sunday. And then I'll be 
at the Pacific Sport Fishing Show. Kelly Girl and I will have a booth there. We'll be speaking there every day and we'll be up there every day. Well, Ali, watch our show tonight and then you'll see. It's pretty simple. It's pretty easy. We go live every night, Ali. I'm telling you, I've been doing this at a very high level for a very, very long time. Exactly the way I'm talking. Exactly. So if they wanted the Hanson, they would have got me years ago. I'm pretty easy to find. I do this live podcast Monday through Friday for the last three years. I've done over right around 900 of them. I'm super easy to find, Ollie. I promise you I'm not playing hide the ball. And I promise you I'll never get you in trouble if you go fishing with me. I'm the only one that ever gets in trouble. But gang, back to what we were talking about. The things that are crucial. Getting out there an hour before it gets dark. Having the freshest bait you can possibly have. Knowing spots. How do I get to spots? Well, you can become part of my website. We have over 130 proven lobster spots that have been catching lobsters for years and years and years. And then don't forget. I'm giving away out of my pocket. I'm not any sponsor money. Dave Hansen, Kelly Hansen's money. I'm giving away 1000 US dollars to the largest lobster caught with either Justin or Pablo this year. It's got to be on a guide trip or it's got to be on a charter on either one of those two guys' boats. Guide trip with them. And they got we got five, six days left. And uh, they're still selling their gift certificates. They've been selling the living bejesus out of it. It's 500 bucks for Pablo or 500 bucks for uh, Justin. Come with you on your boat. Do a guide trip with you for 500. That's normally $1,000. You're going to save 500 bucks. They come with you on your boat, show you how to fish on your boat, teach you how to do it. They're both licensed guides, by the way. We're going to be blowing up a lot of unlicensed people this year. We're going to be showing videos of them. We're going to be giving you their names. We're going to be showing you. We're going to be blowing up the internet this year, showing you all the guys that are doing it illegally and stealing your money. They're stealing your money. If they don't have a guide license and they're coming out on your boat guiding with you, they're stealing your money. There's a reason why they don't have a guide license. Probably they can't afford one or probably they have a felony. There's all kinds of different reasons why they don't have a guide license, but they're more than happy to come with you on your boat and teach you how to fish on your boat. I don't want to know what they know, by the way. But uh, yeah, that's what's going on here. Don't forget my lifetime membership, $350. Or if you're having trouble, if I know times are tough right now, just call me, 949-374-0786. I will help you out in any way, shape, or form get you going in the right direction. I don't want any of you to ever suck at fishing again unless you're into sucking. Then you do not want to be part of my website. I promise you that because once you become part of my website, right, Kim and Dan, right, Arnie, right, Darren, what happens when you become John Stanley? What happens when you become part of my website? You no longer suck. It's so nice to not suck anymore. You never have to go out there and catch nothing again unless you're into it. I have a game plan that comes out every Thursday, and I tell you to don't go. If it sucks, if it absolutely sucks, I say don't go. Just don't go. Don't go. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. We're not one of those other websites that the guys are putting these reports together that have never spent a minute on the water. They're building apps. They've never fished for a living. 
I don't know. Why would you want to be involved with something like that when you can be involved with the greatest fishing website ever made? I'm just saying. Check me out, your saltwater guide. I'm super easy to find. And we're going live tonight at uh, somewhere between 5.45 and 6.40, 6 o'clock. And we're going live on Facebook. Those of you that are watching on YouTube, listen. You can watch me on Facebook live at your saltwater guide tonight. Don't be afraid of Facebook, gang. Go on there, watch the show, and then don't go on Facebook anymore. It's okay. Like I told you in the beginning of the show, if you don't like something, don't watch it. Believe me, I don't watch all the garbage on Facebook, but I use it all the time for my live shows because there's people out there that actually love humor. They love to laugh and they love to watch people catch stuff. That's why we go live on Facebook every day. I don't go on there to to read who you voted for. I don't care who you voted for. And you shouldn't worry about who I voted for. It has nothing to do with nothing. I do not care who you voted for, nor do I think that if I tell you something super secret, it's going to change who you vote for. So I don't care who you vote for. Don't worry about who I vote for. That has That's the baloney that they're trying to get you guys to wag the dog again and not look at all the cool stuff that's really happening outside. They want to play this game. Orange man, old man, they're both bad. Orange man's bad. Old man's bad. Who cares? Can we go fishing? Can we go fishing? Are they going to take some more of the fishing away from us? That's what I want to know. If we all work together and we stand united and Pro Marahi USA, Ops and Floral Carbon, Okuma, Pacific Sport Fishing Alliance, Deccan Sports, they all get it. They all understand the power of your saltwater guide. We all need to be involved in saving fishing. They're on a mission to stop fishing in the United States of America. We need to stand United. I don't care who you voted for. It does not matter. Don't care. Do not care. Never will care. I just want to make sure that we still get to go fishing. I want to make sure that my granddaughter and my grandson get to go fishing. The other day when I took my grandson fishing, that was one of the bitchiness days. Can you imagine that there's going to be a time where I can't take my grandson? I already can't take neither one of my grandkids to Laguna. That's tragedy in itself. I never thought we would lose Laguna. My father guaranteed me that we weren't going to lose Laguna in his lifetime. And I used to tell him every day, Dad, still can't fish Laguna and you're still alive. It sucks, gang. And you know why? Because we're not united. We're a bunch of fishermen. Well, you saw it here on the show today. We had people disagreeing with what I was saying. We can't unite on anything because the media's got us so messed up. We can't agree on anything. We all think we're each other's enemies. Gang, I'll be here with you tomorrow. Tomorrow will be a phenomenal show with my good buddy, Bill Varney. We're going to do surf fishing. But don't miss the show tonight, gang. It's going to be spectacular. We're going to be catching lots of lobsters in Long Beach Harbor with Justin and Amanda and the kids. It's going to be epic. I will see you all tomorrow. Those of you that watch the show live tonight, I'll be on there the whole time answering everybody's questions. Don't forget to grab that QR code before we go off of here. You want to check out the Promar Ahi website. They have everything you need for loop hoop netting. Everything you need for catching tuna. Everything you need for catching bait. Bait scoops, squid brails, sabiki, sabiki rods, squid jigs, rock cod squirts. Dan, do you and Kim ever use those rock cod squirts? 
Gang, there's so much, so much cool stuff at Promar Ahi. You wouldn't even believe when you go on the website and you'll see all the cool stuff they have, you'll go, I didn't even know Promar made that. You're using Promar products every day. You don't even know. Go on the website, check it out. Watch tonight the gloves that Justin's family will be wearing. Those are Promar gloves. They change everything about hoop netting. They make it easier to grip the rope. They make it easier to grab the lobster so you don't get your hands all cut up. There's so much to watch and learn. Keep your eyes open. Listen. And if you don't agree with what I'm saying, don't watch me. It's real easy. Don't watch me. But don't make a lame comment because I'll make you cry. All right. See ya. Talk to you all tomorrow.